Hi, <clears throat> this is Andy Hahn again, and this is the 20th episode of Guided Self-Healing, Fearless Living. And today is July 9th, 2021. And I'm again gonna answer a question because someone asked me what I felt about the law of attraction, and I thought I would just answer. And <clears throat> the best way I can talk about the law of attraction is to talk about different levels and how we don't want to collapse them. So most people think about the law of attraction in terms of ego gratification. Not everyone, but most people. So it's like I want to attract something into my life. I want to attract more money. I want to attract a relationship. I want to attract abundance. I want to uh, lose weight. I, you know, the list is endless. And what I would say is that those things are possible, but they're, they're secondary to my understanding of the law of attraction. So what I really think the law of attraction is about is that we attract to ourselves exactly what it is in order for us to heal and grow and for us to be in service to life. And sometimes that's eco-gratifying and sometimes it's not eco-gratifying. And for me, the key in the law of attraction is how much we can just accept everything that happens to us uh, without reactivity, including the changes that will naturally happen if we are not judgmental and reactive. So let me tell you what I think the good news is about the law of attraction on an egoic level, which is that you really can, to some degree or other in this life, get what you desire, um, particularly if it's in alignment with what life desires, because I think life is a living being, and I think all of us are cells in the consciousness and the beingness of life itself and the body of life, we could say. So, um, and sometimes life conspires with you for what you aspire to on an egoic level and then things work out very nicely. But what I would say is, is two things. The first is that if we need to heal something, life will provide us with example after example after example. And of course, from an ego point of view, that is not very gratifying. In fact, it kind of stinks because usually what life will do is it will give us echoes of something that we need to heal in order for us to evolve. And of course, uh, the things that we need to heal are things that we haven't been able to handle or haven't been taken in stride and integrated. And so life keeps giving us new opportunities to master them, uh, kind of like Groundhog's Day, except that, you know, and so everything we bring into our lives from that point of view is an invitation to remember who we truly are. And so you could say that you're getting exactly what you need, or as the song goes, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes you get what you need. And in fact, you don't even have to try because life will be good enough to you and provided for you, even if you don't think life is being very good to you. So that's the first thing I would say about that, which is we get exactly what it is we need in order to heal and grow and to be in service to life. And, you know, it's like, can we just say yes to the invitation? Because life is always inviting us. And free will from my point of view is, do you go kicking and screaming or do you go smiling? Because I think there are forces that are much larger than us, even though we are in fact, 
when we ultimately get there, we are those forces, but then we're not attached to result anyway. So it doesn't really matter if we end up getting crucified or end up getting a villa in Southern France because we're not attached to result. And we know that life requires opposites on a dual nature. So in order to succeed, we have to fail. And in order to fail, we have to succeed. And they're in some kind of wonderful reciprocal relationship because we have to also then recognize that there are two different things going on in life. One is called the choice of choice and one is called the choice of choicelessness. And the choice of choice is actually where the egoic law of attraction comes in because the choice of choice says, what do we aspire to if we really get what we truly desire? And in order to know what we truly desire, I would suggest that you don't try to figure it out, but you go someplace else. And the place I invite you to go is first into your deepest intuitive knowing. You know, if you take four or five deep breaths, which I invite you to do right now, and you bring your attention down and in all the way to your diaphragm and you're breathing there, it's like opening to everything. And of course, in the out breath, it's like letting go of all tension. So you can just be with whatever's here with no reactivity, but just being with it and saying, yes, I accept this. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but it does mean I accept it. And then this deepest part of you will just tell you what is true for you, what you know to be true for you and what is really important for you to bring into the world. And then if you wanna know what you truly desire, I would suggest you bring your attention up a little bit and breathe into center of chest and listen for the soft voice of the deep heart that really knows your deepest desires and aspirations. And so all I would invite you then to do is listen. And then if you speak it out loud, it will be like something much deeper in you is communicating or sharing something through you with you. So it's like, it's almost like you would speak or go slowly enough that you would speak the words and you'd be listening to your own words at the same time. And I can guarantee you, if you really bring your attention there to the deep knowing that's always there, if you stop and say, what is really true for me? Not what do I think is true for me, but what's really true for me? And when I say what's really true for me, I think um, we mostly have things backwards. So egoically, you know, it's like, we try to figure things out. We say, what do I really want? And our attention goes up into our heads. And I'll tell you something, in my humble experience, our heads doesn't know anything about what's true for us or what we want. So it thinks it's running the show, but it's like, <laughs> doesn't know very much about these deeper questions. So what part of us really knows what's true for us is the gut, why we call it a gut instinct or deepest intuitive knowing is called a felt sense. It's not something you've figured out. It's not even something you have an emotion about. It's just, you know, you just bring your attention in and say, what is true for me? And then something just comes to you and that's just what's true for you. And then once you know what's true for you, you bring your attention to your heart, which really is about the law of attraction. And you say, okay, given what is really true for me, what do I really desire or what do I aspire to? if I really was in alignment with what was deeply true for me and what I knew to be true for me and was deeply in service to life. 
And then you would know what you truly aspire to and what you desire. And then you go to the head, which is really a servant, and it can say, okay, what do I have to do to make that happen? What path do I have to follow? And usually it's the path that's already laid out for you in some way, shape, or form. But it can help you be discerning about that because sometimes, you know, it's uh, the paths are mutually exclusive. So when I talk about the choice of choice, it's really asking the question, what do I really desire? And that's where the law of attraction does come in because you can get what you desire on those levels. If you want to have a baby, you can probably have one. If you really desire to get married, you probably have that. But then, of course, something else comes in, which is called the choice of choicelessness. And the choice of choicelessness really says that once you know what you desire and you aspire to, then you have to be in alignment with life. And the choice you have to make is not to care about your own preferences, but to care about what life is inviting you into or asking for, or as they say in the Bible, to everything in its season, right? So it's really about being able to, on the simplest level, I mean, let's look at this, right? On the simplest level, what it means is if you decide to have a baby, you better be willing to do diapers, so to speak. And you might say, well, I don't like doing diapers. And I'd say, well, that sort of comes with the territory of being a baby. So like, or having a baby or being a baby. And so well, I suppose if you were a baby, you'd still have to learn how to do diapers or someone would have to do it for you. But the point here is that life invites you to do diapers if you're gonna have a baby and your preferences don't matter. And what you'll really find, and we'll talk about this at some later date in much more detail, is from this level, life goes in seasons and it's to everything in its season. And in different seasons, life invites you into different things. So for example, if uh, I wanna be the best teacher I can be, sometimes I get to be a teacher, but sometimes I have to be a student. And whether I like being a student or not is irrelevant if I'm gonna be the best teacher I can be because, you know, I'm teaching you guys all this stuff, but at some point or other, everything I teach you will run out. And if I wanna be able to teach you something more, I have to be a student. And that will be an evolution for me that it's time to be a student, but then at some point or other that will run out and I'm gonna to have to take on the responsibility again of being a teacher. And life will call for me to being a teacher until you know the sun starts to go down again and dusk come back and then it's time to be a student again. And life will just do that through me you know, in this evolving infinity loop where it's like uh, day and night. So if I really am drawn to being a teacher, I may be able to start there. You know, that's like noon, but at some point or other, the sun starts to go down. And if I try to hold on to being a teacher, it won't work out very well because it will, you know, it will, the sun will be waning and it's going into nighttime. And uh, so I have to say this, has run its cycle and it's now time to go up and be a student because of course students need teachers and teachers need students they can't there can't be one without the other and you'll find that that's what the case is they're called interdependent polar pairs and when there are such pairs like teacher and student or leader and follower or speaker and listener or whatever it's going to be life will call for them in this order of strength waning going to the strength of the other side and the waning and the only thing that's problematic is if we have judgment and if there's something we really don't want to do like following then uh, we'll fight being a follower when life calls for us to be a follower 
But all that will do is make us miserable because life's forces are bigger than our own in my experience. So it will take you there, kicking and screaming, which is why I say the true law of attraction is do you have a willingness to just smile to whatever life invites you into or are you gonna go kicking and screaming? That's the difference. Now, what I would also say is life invites us to face whatever it is that we haven't been able to handle and integrate or life invites us to be in service and it will provide us opportunities. But if we take care of enough of the things we can't handle, then in fact, we have more open space and we can, if we're smart, we won't try to figure out what we're to do with that space, but we'll just be open to it. And then something will come to us if we're really just open and say, life teach me what's next. And when you ask life to teach you what's next, what you really desire, what will happen is when you're in alignment with that, you'll start to feel something really good in your body. I've talked about trauma and how there are bad sensations that are born in a moment, but there are also good sensations like you know a tingling throughout your body or an open feeling in your chest or a lighthearted feeling or a effervescent feeling. And what I would say is, Bring all your attention to that sensation and just say, effervescent feeling, what have you come to share about what I really desire and how I can make it happen? And if you ask and you really wait and listen, because it takes patience, in my experience, you will get an answer and you will attract what you really desire because all forces will be aligned with you because you won't be trying to figure it out. You'll just be open and life will reveal. And then it conspires in the service of whatever life needs and desires. And you'll say yes to it, whatever it is. You'll be there with a smile on your face. And that's what I would say the law of attraction truly is. When you say yes to the things that seem challenging, because you know on some level they're here in the service of your healing and your growth. And then you say yes to this other kind of feeling, this deeper knowing, this visceral knowing and the soft voice of the heart that will always tell you what's really true for you and what you're to share with the world and what you really desire and aspire to. And I'd say, follow it with all your heart and all your soul and all your spirit. And you will get what you desire, which may be much more than something on the surface. And having said that, this has been a joy to share. I didn't know what I was gonna say necessarily, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it because I discovered what I really felt about it, which was always kind of a fun thing to find out. Anyway, um, so, we're completing our idea with the law of attraction. And I'm having this idea, if I can do a way to do it, that I really like to start doing some healing work with some of you. So if you wanna do that, you can write me. And the way to get me is ahan, that's A-H-A-H-N, at lifecenteredtherapy.com. And if you wanna know more about lifecenteredtherapy.com, which is life-centered therapy, then you can go to life-centered therapy and you will find everything you need to know about us including again, how to get in touch with me. So until the next time, thank you so much. And I will look forward to sharing with you again soon. Until then, be well.
and just say yes. Whatever's there, whatever sensation is there, just bring your attention and say yes. Whatever you're suffering, just bring your attention there to the sensation and just be it. And whenever you're inspired to aspire to something, there's a good sensation, ask it, because it knows, not more than we know. You all, my friends. Bye.